0: Don't go anywhere unless you want to. The Ron and Don Show, starring Ron and Don, and sometimes me, at ronanddon.com. Hey, you guys, what's going on? Welcome to episode 659 now of The Ron and Don Show, and we are live from the Les Schwab Studios. What is up, Ron and Don Nation? Hey, coming up, let's talk about why Spotify might just be screwed, and also, let's talk about selling the sound and finding value uh, this week in Gig Harbor. Before we get to that, though, let's get to this. Ron and I just read an article about a couple that decided to get rid of Wi-Fi. And Ron, guess what happened? And I got to ask you, because I know up your tiny house, you didn't have Wi-Fi for a long time. Now you have it. Uh, As I was reading this article, I was kind of thinking about you and wondering, well, did you regret getting Wi-Fi as a result of that?
1: Yeah, so this was a really interesting story, and um, you. Well, I'll get to the story in a second, but to answer your 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 question first about the, the tiny house, so I had sort of daydreams about, oh, I'm going to have this place out in the mountains, it's by a river, and I'll go up there and totally unplug, and uh, you know, I, I do worry sometimes, and I've admitted even on this podcast before, like I, I realize that I spend too much time on devices. I do think it's some sort of, uh, has some sort of a addictive qualities to it when you know i constantly reach for my phone and, and i even catch myself doing it sometimes and it's like did you just looked at your phone like two minutes ago you can put it down and not look at the phone so um i i had visions of doing that and then uh you know through the course of and, and this could be totally being able to, like making an excuse but like we had several times where i was up there and i needed to do some piece of real estate business uh writing a, a contract or you know doing a zoom call or whatever and so it, i just said well i need to have internet up here so that i can be able to do my job because, you know, it's real estate is not a nine to five thing. If you're, if it's a Saturday afternoon and you have a listing on and someone wants to write an offer, that's, that's when it happens. You don't get to control the clock in the same way that you do with other jobs. And so I broke down, I got uh, Elon Musk, Starlink internet, and I got to say it's, it's. Sometimes I I wish I didn't have it, but then there's other times I was up there, um, when the Mariners had their longest game in history, I think it went 18 innings in the, in the toward the playoffs, and I was li- listening to that game uh, through the internet. Or I have been able to write a contract up there now, or do a Zoom call up there now, still able to be able to do work, uh, and also you know stream songs like when you're up there for a party, and if your son wants to hear a song on the on the 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 wireless speaker, we can dial it up uh, and play any song that you want through the the music service so that sort of stuff uh is is good but i still part of me in the same way that this um, family talked about wishes I could unplug more and they did it cause they had a child and they didn't want their house to be, they wanted to be present with their new baby and not constantly reaching for devices. And the, the dad in this scenario uh, sort of admitted, he's like having a new baby. I didn't know what I was in for the sleep deprivation. And he goes, I took refuge in my phone and he goes, I became sort of really infatuated with a couple of obscure kind of message board communities that had nothing to do with anything but it just was refuge for me to get away from the pressures of being a new dad and then they finally decided we're just going to turn it off we're going to be the family that does not have internet Uh, they say their life is better Um, I'm curious of how you resonated with that story because being a, a new parent is hard and sometimes you want to turn your brain off and just scroll through I think he Got into uh, vintage hats. He said he was on this message board, learned everything he could learn about vintage hats.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's a great question, Ron. And I, it, it, and I think at some point, like like when the real estate business, you know, when my son turns eighteen, will I still want to be in the real estate business? I think so. Yeah, I think so well, I want to be in it to the degree that I am right now and owning and managing all my rentals and my partner's rentals. And I, I don't think so. So I think I think I want to buy some of my time back because you learn as you get older, the most valuable thing really is your time. And so something that I started doing during COVID and my son and I practice this, and I think I do a better job I think I do a better job now than I did before COVID. I think COVID was helpful because I think during COVID, you could sit around and just look at screens all day and he could play games all day. I could be on my phone all day. You can always use your work as an excuse. Uh, Right now we're on screens because Ron's in Barcelona uh, and we're using our screens because we have the outline for our podcast, for instance, and I'm looking at Ron as, as we record this, right? So we have to be on these screens but what, I, what I've kind of learned has been really helpful for us is we just plan in our day when we're going to have screens and when we're not. So in the morning, there are no screens. The TV is not turned on. I get up uh, before the dawn and way before he does. I have a little thing that I do to meditate and I say some prayers. Uh, I don't do it for three hours like a lot of people do. And sometimes it's only three minutes. But, but it's time that I just spend uh, thinking about the things I'm grateful for. And when they say that, that gratitude changes your attitude, it really does. And I've noticed when I haven't had time for those things and I push those out, the day goes differently. So, And then I really like uh, preparing his breakfast. So we don't do cereal. I don't do anything quick. Uh, I always make kind of a big breakfast for him. Sometimes when I'm fasting, I don't eat it, and I just sit next to him and we chat. But that's our time. He's not on his cell phone. I'm not on mine. We aren't on screens. Nothing. There, there is nothing happening at that time. Uh, if I do need to send something out for this podcast or whatever, I'll do it when I immediately wake up and get that information out. Or if there's a story for instance, but then, so, so we have this really lovely time in the morning for maybe 90 minutes to two hours where we're not on screens. And then it's very similar when we get home and we're making dinner together. We don't eat out a lot. We make dinner. We have a food truck. We go to, we went to it again last night then we turn on a screen and we basically decide which show we're going to watch. We're going to watch a show. If it's a short show, maybe we'll watch two shows, but we watch a show. And then we turn the TV back off after we, we have watched a show. Uh, and then lately what we've been doing is he's really been getting into guitar at the school of rock. So it's allowed me to get out my amplifiers and my old guitars and we restrung those. And I, I fixed, um, some of the foot pedals and some other things. And like last night we just sat here and we played guitar for probably an hour and a half with, with, with no screen. So I, I find, and you're right in our business, we have to be available available. Wi-Fi is a great tool. It's a very important tool. Uh, anyone that's staying at any of my short-term rentals or long-term or short-term rentals specifically, they're all set up for Wi-Fi. If they can't get on, it's the first thing that people ask about. They want to. It's the. It, it, it's posted on on the wall of every one of my rentals, even though it goes out in the welcome letter. Here's the Wi-Fi because that's all people care about. Where's the Wi-Fi? Where do I park? Uh, how do I order Thai food? It's usually those three things right there. And can my dog take a crap in your backyard dancers? No. So, so, so anyway, I see it as a tool. And what I've had to do is create spaces in our lives where we're not going to use it. And we're going to walk away from the screen. And I think it's made our lives better as a result.
1: Yeah. This uh, to finish up with this story, this, these folks said, Hey, while our kid is young, we're liking it. It's given us time to be bored. It's given us time to read more and be, have more depth in our life. He goes, but I can see, sooner than later, like, uh, our kid gets into school, we're probably going to need to do homework on Wi-Fi. He's like, I, I don't think this will last forever, but right now they feel like that was the, the right decision for them.
0: Yeah. And I think, uh, I think it's a disservice because that our generation of kids now are growing up with this technology. And I think it's a disservice to not use it. It's like telling a kid, I'm not going to use a knife or allow you to use a knife. Cause you're going to cut your finger open I'm not going to let you learn to drive a car because you get in an accident. I I think the important thing is they need to see you using boundaries on yourself, which can be hard sometimes. And like he used a knife the other day and I said, you're, you're, if you don't do it this way, you're going to end up cutting his finger and he wasn't paying attention. And the next thing, you know, the, uh, uh, the bandages were out and we went right back to using a knife the next night. So I, I think it is important that they see us, using these things and using these tools because they're not evil in any way. But yeah, if you if you wake up in the morning, your TV's just on all the time. Or I see these families that go out to dinner that don't talk to each other. And you're sitting there at a table of four mom, dad, son, daughter, right? The American dream. And they're all on their phones. F that. We will see you on the other side of this. Hey, you guys. Ron and Don here from Ron and Don Real Estate. We have some clients that are part of the Ron and Don Nation. They listen to the podcast. They called us a couple months ago and they said, you know, we want to sell sometime the first part of the year in 2024. Is it too early to be talking? And Ron, we said, absolutely not. In fact, they are looking for a home in Bend, Oregon right now. They're going to be moving from the Edmonds community. And the cool thing is, this has given them enough time to for us to come over. We all went over and we said, hey, here's some things. Here's some work that you could do on your house. Because they're, they're like, we're retired. we love to do some work, but point us in the right direction. Here's some work that you can do on your house. You're going to save lots of money. More money is going to show up in the sale. Here's some other things that when you guys are out of the house, I'll bring in a contractor and we'll correct and we'll fix. And then here's some other things you you shouldn't you shouldn't remedy. You shouldn't you should pass this on. And a lot of it had to do with tile colors and remodeling all that. I said, you know what? Let's pass that on to the next buyer. And in the meantime, this has given them a lot of time to do their own work prepare their own house, bring it to market. And Ron, they're going to save and make a lot of money because they reached out to us early, right? It
1: all starts with a Ron and Don sit down. We can't emphasize that enough. We would love to meet with you, see if we'd make a good team. And you go to ronandonsitdown.com, set up that Zoom meeting. Uh, I'll reach out to you as soon as I get it. We'll get it on the books, and then we'll start your real estate process. It begins at ronandonsitdown.com. dot <laughs> com.
0: Hey you guys, Ron down here, Ron and Don Real Estate. Just want to emphasize to you, we have a lot of great realtor friends that just specialize in a neighborhood. So for a lot of my friends that work here in Queen Anne. If you're in Bothell, uh, they punt on that and they say, we're not the realtor for you. Or if you're down in Tacoma, they're like, yeah, we can't help. We don't drive to Tacoma. Ron and I drive to Tacoma. We drive to Bothell. In fact, I'm about to drive to Bothell right now. Ron, why do we drive to Tacoma and why do we drive to Bothell? It's bottom line is because that's where the run and Don Nation lives, right?
1: Yeah, that's right. We, uh, of course, on the radio for, for many, many years and so we want to go to where you are. It's a philosophy. We, we said we're going to meet you where you're at, whether that's geographically, even in your life f- phase of where you're at. Let's say you've just had a parent uh, that went into assisted living or passed away. That is where you're at. So we're going to meet you right there, put together a custom game plan for you to get you the best result we possibly can. And I got to say, we've been getting some really Good results for people in the Ronadon Nation this year, and every single year we've doing real estate. It starts with a sit down uh, that's a Zoom call that we're going to do with you to make sure we're a good team and then we're all aligned in the same direction. Go to Ronadonsitdown.com. That's you.
0: Hey, you guys, welcome back to The Run and Don Show. Don't forget, if you need us, we are here to go to work during the holidays. It's one of the best times to buy a home. It's also one of the best times to talk about selling your home. If we're selling your home in 2024, don't wait to, for the springboard of April or May. You should bring that home on end of January, part of February. There's already a lot of people in the, in the market that are shopping. And guess what? Most homes that are going on during the springboard aren't on yet. So you get a lot of attention, isn't that right, Ron?
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is the time of the year. I think people get reflective in December as well, uh, and then you go. Uh, maybe you're going to visit family, or you're taking a little time out to, to celebrate the holidays, and you do have some time to kind of go, okay, what what do I want to do for next year? And uh, so if that involves real estate, whether maybe you have an aging parent, I just had a, uh, a family member who their dad passed away today. And so in that sort of situation where it's like, okay, what what are we going to do with that piece of real estate now that dad just passed and maybe mom can't take care of herself, that type of situation. Uh, these are the conversations that we should be having. They're difficult. Another friend of mine lost her brother to cancer and she's going through all his stuff. And it's like, wow, he had a lot of stuff. He was a collector and he has cars in the garage and tools and things. And she's like, I want to do, right by my brother. Uh, this is a big, heavy time uh, and you need some help. You need someone to come in and help you do that and show you what your options are and what it takes to do path A, path B or path C. So if that sort of thing is there, uh, let's meet, let's talk about it. Um, even if it's like, Hey, my kid is in his twenties, graduated college. I want to help him or her buy a house. Maybe they're getting married. I want to give them a leg up uh, and and help them do that and tap into the equity of my house uh, to give them a boost all of those scenarios are fantastic or sad when <laughs> we can try to make them easier on you so let's do a run it on sit down
0: yeah run and don't forget we sell the sound in fact we'll tell you about one of those deals here in a moment before we're talking about that though let's talk about spotify ron what is spotify because Spotify. A lot of people listen to this podcast, uh, maybe listen to us on Apple, but Spotify's another platform, and they have gone out and spent a lot of money on people like Oprah and the Prince. And I don't mean the fresh prince, I mean the prince, the real prince, right? Megan Markle and also Joe Rogan. They paid a ton of money to someone like Joe Rogan to be on. Spotify, because they thought we're going to have so many ears. They're going to be listening to these podcasts. But Spotify might be in trouble here, right?
1: Yeah. And full disclosure, Spotify sponsors this show. And we also host the show on a Spotify property uh, called uh, Sp- Podcast for Spot or Spotify for Podcasters. And so there's a big article that came out that says, hey, this business model um, could be in trouble. And, and the reason why is Spotify is... I think either the largest or the second largest streaming platform uh, in the world. And so you have to think about this as two different categories one is music streaming. And just as a little bit of background, because I think it colors in um, why things are the way they are these days, um, as the internet was coming along, um, and I, if you're Don and I's age, you can remember this, going to Silver Platters or going to Easy Street Records, and a CD was somewhere between 15 and $20. You wanted the new album that came out. You had to get in your car or walk down to the record store and physically buy that CD. And you'd go to someone's house and they would have a big rack um, or big shelf over in the corner and all their CDs were on there and you would go over and look at their CD collection. And I used to really enjoy doing that. Um, And then when the Internet came along, there was a kid named Sean Fanning that said, you know what I'm going to invent? I'm going to invent a system where I could take my CD and then send it to someone else for free so we invented a thing called Napster and so Napster was a a it was a piece of software where I could have a CD and Don could uh, you know go on his computer and I could be he could find the file of a song that he liked instead of buying it he would just transfer it from my computer to his computer and then he could listen to that CD and so the record industry freaked out about this and uh, it basically evolved into Apple Music and then to Spotify and so what they had to do though what steve jobs had to do and what his genius was with the the ipod is he brokered deals with the major labels and at the time if you remember the major labels were suing everybody they were suing napster they would sue individual consumers that had downloaded music and so there were lawsuits going everywhere they're being very draconian very heavy-handed and so steve jobs stepped in he's like let me let let's let's give a a way for you guys to get paid. And so they brokered a deal where there's licensing fees, uh, similar to radio stations, but not similar to radio stations, uh, because you know exactly how many downloads something can get, uh, where you don't know exactly how many listeners you have on the radio. So these services have to pay money to all the labels, and then the labels take their cut, and then they pay the rest uh, to the songwriter, the people who own the publishing and perform the songs. And so what is happening is they do the math on this now. Is Apple set their price, I think, at $9.99 a month? Amazon um, has a streaming service, Google has a streaming service, and Spotify has a streaming service. They're all, or maybe it's $10.99 a month. So they're all kind of competing on price. But unlike Apple or Google or Amazon, Spotify doesn't have any other businesses to prop up uh, their service. So most of the money that they bring in, they have to pay right back out to royalties. And so they've been trying to differentiate their their content by buying the Joe Rogan show and buying Gimlet Media and and trying to create original programming that people would pay for. Um, And they're struggling to make the math work because, and it's a really, uh, I'm curious to what you think. I, I think if you are taking someone else's product like music and you're streaming it, that the creator of the music deserves to get paid the majority of that money. They're the, they're the draw. So Taylor Swift made a hundred million dollars. They estimate on streaming this year. And if she's getting that many streams and people are signing up and, and immediately going to play Taylor Swift songs, I think she deserves to get uh, the majority of that money.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And, and I think the thing is this, when, when you look at Joe Rogan, for instance, Joe Rogan, Is constantly putting out content. So I think the money they spent on on Joe Rogan was smart because he built an audience years ago. And when people didn't even understand what a podcast was, he was just working at it, working at it, working at it. In fact, he helped build this podcast empire with all these bros down in Austin, Texas. There's about 30 of them. And to promote themselves, they would all just get on each other's podcasts. They still do that. Uh, and then you saw comedians get involved. You, you, you look at what some comedians do, especially the, the great stand-ups. They are doing multiple podcasts that they own each and every week, and they are constantly, constantly putting out great content. Then you go, and let's say you spend money on Oprah, In her super soul conversations, a lot of what Oprah does now, she doesn't even show up. She has somebody else that is hosting the podcast. Or if you look at what she tried to do with Prince Harry and his wife, Meghan Markle, there's a lot of people that initially tuned in. But when the story was told and the book was written and there was really nothing else to say, people just kind of move on. So it's really important. I mean, you you think about this podcast that we have. We put out four episodes a week, but we've been off, off trust for radio now coming up this year uh, in January, be five years. We're up to six hundred and we'll do six hundred and sixty one episodes here. This is episode what? Six. 59, and we're recording four of these today. So I think the important thing is if you're going to spend money, number one, go find people that have an audience. And then number two, go find people that are going to crank out content. And and I think look at Anderson Cooper, for instance. He just came back, and he's doing a second year now of his podcast on grief because the, the first one did so well. But that was only six episodes so now he's going to put out six more that's 12 episodes if you don't have anderson cooper grinding out content every day like we are like joe rogan is I, ju- I just don't know if he's not consistently doing that if you're doing these specials you know barack obama they they paid barack obama michelle obama a lot of money but they did a beginning middle and end barack obama did the same thing with bruce springsteen they did a couple episodes and then they were done. There, there's other really famous people that will do a couple episodes and and, and I'll begin to follow them and then they'll just walk away. Uh, most podcasts that, that begin out there only have six or seven episodes and then pe- people usually quit. So there's a lot to get through in the podcast space. And I even know some of my friends that are going to be fired this year in Terrestrial Radio in Seattle, because the company that they and these are big names and I won't say what they are. Let them share. They're looking to get in the podcast space. I think it's going to be very hard for them, Ron, if they're not already in the podcast space and they haven't been doing it for the last four or five years like we have and creating an audience because there's so many people out there doing it now.
1: Yeah, it's interesting to to the Determine what the value is because it went from free to 10 bucks a month and people thought that was fair. But like, for instance, I've been listening to this Paul McCartney um, podcast and I sent it to you and we both really enjoy it. I could go out and buy the podcast and binge listen with commercial free for an additional fee, but I just go, eh, I'll... I'll wait an extra week and listen to the commercials. So like it's, even though I really enjoy the podcast and if I had the ability to binge, listen to it, I probably would binge, listen to it, but I'm not, I don't want to pay the extra money to do it. It's one of those weird things where you'll easily spend, you know, five, six bucks on a latte. And yet uh, that seems reasonable. And then you'll someone asks you to five six dollars for a piece of programming that you really like, and you do, it feels like eh, I don't want to spend that money on on but on in a way content. you are
0: spending money because you're sitting through the commercials. So I did that differently. I went to, out to Pushkin. I bought those, so I don't have to sit through the commercials. So either way, you're getting paid because if they're able to run ads, they're getting paid. If you're paying Pushkin like I did in order to get uh, uh, Paul McCartney, uh, you're paying them. It just it's coming through a different source. So hey, you guys don't go anywhere. We're back in sixty seconds right here on the run. A dodge
1: Ronald Down here with Mitch Weeks. You know him better as Mitch.loans. Mitch, you have a really cool new product for investors. I think it's kind of the first I've ever heard of it. Yeah, so we have a great new investor cash flow program. And what this is, is we take the house you are buying and we inspect it, not you, the borrower. And so what we do is we look at the house and we say, will it cash flow? If you put 20% down, will it make more money than it's going to cost you to keep paying off your mortgage? And if it does, it's yours. It doesn't matter what you make on your own it doesn't matter all these other things that we usually have to document they don't matter they're gone it's just does this house make sense and if it does you can buy it all right so you can go up to four doors up to four units on this and uh, don and i have never heard of a product like this it's pretty exciting if you've been wanting to get into the investment game so go to mitch.loans right now set up a time to talk to mitch see if you qualify for this new program that's mitch.loans
0: All right, you guys, welcome back to The Ron and Don Show. As we always say, if you're looking to buy real estate, and we'll do this real quick, sometimes... Well, it used to be for the past couple of holiday cycles, it wasn't a great time to necessarily buy real estate. Uh, I will say this year it is. If somebody is selling a home, it's because they have to. And this is a really good time of year to be out shopping. And in fact, uh, I had one of my friends contact me from high school. She reached out and she said, hey, i saw some of the things that you put online i had reached out and found out that they were moving from colorado and coming up to the great pacific northwest i saw a party that they were having at her work and it had pacific northwest welcome to pacific northwest on the cake and they had pacific northwest cookies and everybody was wearing rain gear uh celebrating their move from colorado to the pacific northwest and so i just reached out to her and her husband who i knew from high school and i said hey I know that you already have a realtor, but if you just need some help, if you need a friend, I do a lot of investing here if you need a place to stay or whatever it is. So, anyways, things didn't end up working out with the realtor. She worked out with me. Uh, it, 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 she actually reached out to me. So, over the weekend, my son and I, by the way, we went on our first five-mile trail run. I couldn't be prouder of him. Uh, if you've never run out on the trails, we went out with uh, Northwest Trail Runs. Every It was the reindeer run, so we had our antlers on. Everybody dresses up in a really fun way. Get this. There were almost... There were over 373 runners. He came into 88th place overall, which is really incredible in his first trail race. Wow! And he averaged uh, a a 943 mile, which is a really fast mile because running on a treadmill and running on the streets is very, very different than when you run in the woods. Uh, It's a lot harder because you're going up and down and up and down. And so our goal was, see if we can run under 10 minute miles. So he hit it at nine 43. So I was really, really proud of him. So congratulations to Gunnar O'Neill. I couldn't be prouder of you. And it was fun to run with you and my friend Liz. And by the way, my friend Joe was supposed to be there, but he fell out of his truck and he broke his ribs, punctured a uh, lung, and then uh, he knocked himself out. So he couldn't be there. Um, so which is understandable. Knowing him though, I thought he'd still show up. <laughs> anyway, uh, hey, uh, so right after that, I still had my trail running gear on and I told my friend Kendall, I said, hey, I'll come down and see you and Calvin. But I'm still in my trail running gear. Uh, And so I showed up down there. We went down there. We looked at a number of homes. We went on a great tour. We found a really great house. And what was kind of interesting is this house had been sitting for about a month. But all of a sudden, interest rates started uh, uh, coming down. And as a result of this, there were three. There were actually three other buyers that popped up on this particular home. So they had to move fast uh, down in Gig Harbor. And I'm telling you, as interest rates begin to come down, Ron, I think we're going to see more of this. It, it's not like buyers aren't prepped and ready to go and standing on the sidelines. They're just waiting for the interest rate to kind of normalize, and then they're going to jump. And I'm going to tell you right now, you may. be find a home like we did, been on the market for 30 days. But as that interest rate comes down and as we come out of the holidays, it's going to put more pressure on the market. And as we get into the spring market, I know there's an article that was just pushed put out, I think, by Realtor.com saying that home prices are going to go down. Then you read the article because they're trying to get the clicks. They're going to go down nationally, nationally by 1%. That's ridiculous. That's not home prices going down. And in a place like Seattle, they also said in the article that home prices are actually going to go up because a lot of people that moved out of the area because Amazon said, hey, you can work from home. Now they're saying you have to be here three days out of the week in seattle and if you're not here you're not going to work here and they've they've given supervisors permission to fire them the reason amazon is doing that they don't rent the real estate in south lake union they own it right so they don't want to see this city die they want to see the restaurants the coffee shops they want to see all the all the apartments and all the real estate here they want it continue to, to continue to be vibrant And as a result of that, that's going to put even more pressure, not just on Seattle, Ron, but places like Gig Harbor that are bedroom communities where people say, you know what? Because from my place here on Queen Anne, it only took me 57 minutes to drive down there. So if you're in South Lake Union, let's say it takes you 45 minutes to drive from there to the gig. You live in a, a place like Gig Harbor. If you could live in such a beautiful place and you had to drive maybe two or three times a week uh, up to South Lake Union, I think we're going to see a lot of people doing that, right? That's why in our business, we sell the sound.
1: We absolutely sell this out. And it's, it's interesting to watch with your high school friend's job now post-COVID. It, it does have more flexibility with where you live. And she is able to say, hey, I, I need a location where some days I might need to be in Olympia. Some days I might need to be in Seattle. Some days I might need to drive down to Oregon. And so what's important to me and to my partner is where our home base is going to be. And we like the vibe of a town like the gig. And so this is a thing that that we've been interacting with quite a bit post-COVID is people figuring out. It's like, okay, that going through the pandemic changed the way I thought about my, my living space, changed the way I thought about my geography. And if you're not in in huge tech um, and you're wanting to make that lifestyle change, it's been fun to watch some people go, Hey, I've spent a lot of years in Bellevue. I've spent a lot of years in Edmonds, and I, I want to make that change now. We're going to find a different city that we, that we vibe with and we want to sell and then buy there. So there's a lot of different scenarios, but it's been fun. The, the properties you get in Gig Harbor, I, I love them. I love having some acreage. I love the, the proximity to the water. I, I really like the old towns where you have a main street and you can go and walk down main street and, and it has the quintessential coffee shop and the little store that sells knickknacks and then you have a hardware store like I, I i enjoy that now at this phase of my life probably more than i ever have so congratulations uh to your high school friend a for putting up with you after going to high school with you because in high school yeah. wow yeah. uh and then uh, she, was, B, she
0: was she was one of our great cheerleaders and, and i was the football player how about that
1: <laughs> and so uh, i'm excited for them to this is a great house yeah. that they got
0: i, ha- I have to say if, if you're looking in the south sound like, the money that we spent, you and and this is a brand-new house out of the box, and I won't say much more about it just to kind of uh, protect their privacy here, but it's brand-new, it's out of the box, and the the builder builds about 20 homes down in that area each and every year. There's a pride, there's a real pride that this particular builder has. And, in fact, uh, when we get on the other side of the deal, when we close this deal, I'll share it with you. Um but you can buy a lot more house. It's on a couple acres. Like Ron said, we've been spending a lot of time buying and selling down in Burley, Port Orchard, uh, Bremerton. Uh, and, and, and I have to say driving around gig Harbor, I just, some of the older homes we looked at some of the brand new homes we looked at, I just fell in love with it. Like I could totally live down there. Like I, if my son wasn't going to school and into high school and how friends here. If he was younger, I th- I think I'd move to the gig because uh it's a maze balls, you guys. It it really is. So hey, thanks for listening to uh this episode of the Ron and Don show Ron. If you need us, just reach out, right?
1: Yeah, you can go to Ron and We can schedule that Zoom meeting with you, or you can email me directly, Ron at Ron and if you have a question uh, or if you want one of those buyers or seller playbooks.
0: Yeah. All right. Don't forget, we sell the sound if you want to sit down with us. If we're, if we're selling in 2024, uh, and we've already been sitting down with people that were selling in January, February, in the spring, even late summer, we have already sat down and put together our action plans. So, if we're doing that, we should connect now, all right? We should do a sit-down today or right on the other side of the holidays. Reach out to us, Sitdown.com. If you're in probate, if you're dealing with a reverse mortgage, uh we have a friend of ours out of mercer island that's dealing with a reverse mortgage we specialize in that we can help you if a relative has passed away and they've left a bunch of stuff you know behind it's very emotional to go through all that stuff i will personally go through that stuff ron and i Uh, Don't just send it out to teams of people, but we personally get involved. We know how emotional that can be, and we're here to help on that, too. So, ronadonsitdown.com. Don't forget, we sell the sound. If you're anywhere in Washington State, we're here to help. If you're in Washington State, let us know, because we know great realtors throughout the great, specific Northwest. And beyond. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Ron and Don Show. If you want to buy or sell or playbook, join the newsletter. Just reach out to Ron, Ron at RonandDon.com. Happy holidays, you guys! Thanks for dropping off a toy at Les Schwab now through December fourteenth. They're collecting those toys. If it's after December fourteenth, thank you for dropping off that toy. That means a lot to us. And thanks for dropping off food during the food drive. Until next time, you keep your head up and your shoulders back. You've been listening to the Ron and Don Show on the Ron and Don Radio.